Yes, the college football playoff committee got it wrong. And I'm here to tell you how and why here next on the JB's Low Tech Podcast. In a world that's racing a mile a minute, a split second distraction can change everything. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. Every day we see too many people, heads buried in their phones, unaware of the dangers they're in. Texting and driving isn't just reckless, it's playing Russian roulette with your life and the lives of others. In just four seconds of distraction, you've driven the length of a football field. Is there any text message that's worth your life, that's worth the lives of others? I've been fighting for the rights of the injured for over 30 years, but I'd rather you never meet me in a courtroom. So hear me now, stop texting and driving. Pay attention, value your lives and the lives around you. And if you won't, know this, at Bradshaw and Bryant, we're relentless. We won't back down. We bring justice to those that need it. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. With Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. As I stated before we went to commercial, I would tell you where the college football playoff committee got it wrong. Now, I'm not going to sit here and tell you it was easy, nor am I going to sit here and tell you that they should all be lined up in front of a firing squad. They should have taken Florida State, and I'll have my list of reasons why they should have, starting with a undefeated Power 5 champion. Now, I know it gets more and more difficult as the Conferences get larger and larger, and you don't play each other and whatnot. But still, they played a conference championship. They beat Miami. They beat LSU in non-conference. And they were uh, slated probably to get there, except for the broken leg of their starting quarterback, which I find to be unfair that you just now made him the scapegoat. Scapegoating a young 22, 23-year-old who out of no control of his own, I can see if he had gotten arrested or if he had uh, just disappeared from the team. He got hurt in battle with a game left in the season and then the conference playoff, and the team won both of those. I am so sick and tired of how much people value quarterbacks. You watch NFL teams destroy their organization chasing quarterbacks. It's an overvalued position when it comes to football because you still need 10 other people on offense to help them and 11 people on defense to help them, plus the specialists, to win games. No quarterback wins games alone. 
ask a quarterback with the Kansas City Chief who doesn't have wide receivers who catch the ball worth a darn and them struggling this year. No quarterback wins alone, nor loses alone. But they, the college football committee, kept, and his name is Jordan Travis, kept his undefeated team, conference power five winning team, out of the conference football playoffs because he was hurt. So they used him as a scapegoat. Shameful adults. Also, uh, Florida State got screwed because uh, the conference they played in, the ACC. Let's face it, when all this realignment actually started happening, the conference that ESPN, who they have this conference tied up in knots, and Fox, who doesn't give a crap about it, wanted it to go away, was the ACC. That's the one they wanted to destroy. They wanted to get, they wanted to break Notre Dame's ties to it, get them into a conference. They wanted, especially Fox, because the more likely conference for them to go into would be the Big Ten. But also, they just rather had, had that one go away. And the one they wound up destroying was the Pac 12, which actually got a team in Washington. So they screwed up that thing. Boo Corrigan, the committee chair, looked like his mom died when he was asked about Florida State. And I don't think it was because he was afraid of the question. I just think he didn't want to answer it. And as you saw the adults not act like adults this weekend, you look at the Big 12 championship the commissioner had to apologize for comments he made about Texas earlier in the, in the year. And you look at George Klyovkov, the commissioner of the Pac-12, who literally handed the trophy to Washington and walked off the stage because he doesn't have, really have a conference to deal with anymore. And you looked at Michigan, where George, uh, George, <laughs> excuse me, where Coach Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh, wouldn't accept the trophy from Big Ten Commissioner Tony Patini because he had suspended him for three games, so the commissioner had to give the trophy to one of his players, Zach uh, Zinter, who had broken his leg two weeks ago. See, he broke his leg. His team still got in. It's the number one ranked team in the country, according to the College Football Playoff Committee. But the devaluing of the ACC as a conference and the overvaluing of the position of quarterback is what's keeping Florida State out of the college football playoff as an un, and I'm going to keep saying it undefeated Power Five conference championship. The ACC beat the SEC head to head as conferences. And it wasn't close. The team they beat, Alabama, barely squeaked by Auburn, who lost to New Mexico State. I love Jerry Kill. I wish he was still here coaching the Gophers. But still, that's Auburn versus New Mexico State. And it wasn't even close. The old system, the BCS computer system, 
would have had Michigan 1, Washington 2, Texas 3, and Florida State 4. This is a team sport, not a one-player sport. And that reflected in the decision. Again, it's terrible to make Jordan Travis the scapegoat for keeping his team out. And it just ticks me off. I'm not an ACC fan, but you're going to tell me their conference is not worth having their undefeated champion in the playoff? Just unbelievable. By uh, Again, by scapegoating Travis, Jordan Travis, they're making him feel like he let his team down, his school down, his coaches down. And one year, Ohio State jumped three schools with a third-string quarterback and because they won their conference championship. This committee, I know it's changed, people change from year to year, but their criteria and the way they uh, select teams should not change. And if you did it one time, you should always do it. Yeah, the people change, but once that decision is made, to me it should be locked in. Well, let me jump off the Florida State wagon here and, and jump into some hot takes. They made Michigan one, but funny enough, they made Alabama four. And I think it's to try to punish Michigan, to try to have Alabama beat them in the first game without, without saying it. Can't prove it, but it's my thought. And it was funny watching the ESPN uh, broadcasts of the teams. And this is why, this is why when, when, when the contract is up in two years and the Big Ten and ACC and other, and which was the Pac-12, which is now gone, fought hard to make sure ESPN didn't have a monopoly because they selected Alabama because I believe they selected them because they wanted to make the SEC happy and they wanted to make ESPN happy. They screwed over a, I said I would move on, but still, they screwed over Florida State. Also, while you were watching it, they were trying their best to say, don't blame us, don't blame us, don't blame us, and don't take it out on us. We had nothing to do with it. You just saw them. The only person that stood up to the decision was Booger McFarland, who said it was wrong. It almost brought him to tears. He was not happy. He was very upset. And he kept arguing the point. And you can see the host and other members were starting to get ticked off at him and mad at him that he was doing it. And they were like, dude, you're holding up the show. You're doing that. And the other, and he's like, no. I'm pointing the fact out that this is a travesty and it should be talked about as a travesty. And well, we, we can't change it. So this, that, and the other. Of course you don't want to change it because it brought back your dear sweet Alabama to be in the playoffs. ESPN is now working to try to squash the anger and the bias of the SEC with their comments, their show, and everything else, and went even as far as to pull Booger McFarlane off the stage 
during the show, going into the second hour, pulled him off the stage. Now they'll probably say he had other duties, this, that, and the other. I'm not buying that either. It's a terrible job by a terrible committee. Now I'll say they got everything else right. Michigan should be the number one team in the in the rankings and in the playoffs. Washington should be number two. Texas Dawn Wright should be number three because they won their conference title even with one loss and beat Alabama. That's the only thing that that loss for Alabama cost was them not being three. If it wasn't for that, Alabama would probably be ranked number one or at least three. These people showed their hands. They showed their ignorance. They showed their bias through this whole selection. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm, if I'm shocked about anything, I'm shocked that Alabama, not only Alabama's in it, but that Georgia was not selected too. Did you catch the fact that during the show, they were already running SCC commercials for next year for 2024 that featured Texas and Oklahoma in the SCC. Funny. I thought there was still a whole basketball season, baseball season, softball season, and other sports seasons to be played for Texas and Oklahoma in the Big 12. But they already got them moved out. Coming next year in the SEC football, highlighting, I believe Oklahoma and Texas were shown in the commercial twice to drive the point home. Just the bias was unbelievable and just dripping all over the place. Funny, Alabama wasn't punished for um, well at, at one point they benched their starting quarterback and played god awful and was not punished for almost losing to Auburn who as I stated earlier lost to New Mexico State and lost some, had some other big losses plus Alabama eked by schools like uh, not Central Florida, but one of the other Florida schools. And also just eaken by other schools in their conference, whereas Florida State manhandled other schools and down, even down to their third-string quarterback in the championship game, at least won the game. Nobody takes took them seriously after losing their quarterback again. Overvalued position. Unbelievable. These are the reasons why they got, got it wrong. I'll give, like I said, I'll give them credit for getting it right with Michigan, Washington, and Texas. Well, I guess we, I can only hope, and those who believe with me, that Michigan continues on their path of being a dominant school takes Alabama out and then, and then gets in the championship game against either Texas or 
Washington, who, let's face it, if they had lost to Oregon, Washington would have been out too. So these are the things I look at. This is a short one, but there's a, maybe some hot takes in here. Uh, a lot of frustration on my part as far as what you see, uh, college football next year. Hopefully we, you know, what you'll be arguing about next year is the 11th and 12th position because if the highest group of five isn't in the top 12, then number 12 is going to get bumped and there will be a big argument over who should have been 11th. Should 11th been the 11th or 12th been 11th? That would be your argument. Next year's playoff Format, let me go over that. The um, conference champion of the Power Four schools will get an automatic bid. So saying next, if this was next year, Michigan would be in, Washington would be in, Texas would be in, and Florida State would be in. They would have automatic bids in. Alabama would... Um, be the would have been the fifth seed and had a home game against and it wasn't SMU and it wasn't Tulane but the 12th seed the highest ranked oh it's Liberty they would be hosting Liberty they would um, they'd have been number five hosting number 12 Liberty is the highest ranked group of five team in the playoffs so there would be a lot less arguments in most cases. I'd you know I I go back and forth about getting rid of committees because then you're going back to computers and stats, and that doesn't paint a full picture either. I don't know how or what you do. Maybe you just go to a flat thing of if you win your uh, conference. You're in, and then you rank what's left. But it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting here on out. It's gonna be interesting on on uh, New Year's Eve, I believe, or is it the day before or the thirtieth? And then New Year's Day when the playoff games are played, they are definitely out to get Michigan. They definitely screwed Florida State. So with that, <laughs> I'm gonna. I've gotten this all off my chest, so I'm going to take a commercial break, come back, read one letter in the mailbag, and uh, wrap this uh, show up on the JB's Low Tech Podcast. Wait a minute. Was that text you sent so important you missed your turn? So important you just ran a red light? Is that next text so important that you won't see the ball roll into the street and the child chasing it? Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. Please remember that having your eyes off the road for as little as four seconds equals 100 yards. That's the length of an entire football field. And when your eyes are off the road that long, anything can happen. If you need to text, please pull off the road. Texting and driving isn't worth it. It's against the law, and it may cause serious injury to you or others, or even death. That's more important than anything you'll text. Please don't text and drive. 
I hope you're never hurt in a collision, but if you are, please contact us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Working harder, going farther, with Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. To put a bow on this very short episode, but um, I got some things on my chest and uh, want to dip in the mailbag real quick. I got a response from Paul W. in Minneapolis on the episode on finally they're talking, they're discussing or they're talking about um, revenue sharing in college athletics. One of the shortest emails I've ever got, and it's from Paul. Interesting. Well, you have it, ladies and gentlemen. You're on the JB's Low Tech Podcast. I want to thank my sponsor, of course, Mike Mike Bryant of Bradshaw and Bryant. I don't know why I had a brain fart there. I am fighting a little bit of a sinus infection, so excuse me for sounding nasally and snorting. Also, links art and also jbsgloverepair.com. Well, that last song that you heard was the little drummer boy, believe it or not. So I'm trying to get into the Christmas mood. Got all my shopping done. Gonna, not going to put up a tree, but I am going to put up some lights. And then I'm uh, calling it and mail out the rest of my Christmas cards and call it a holiday season as far as preparation. I will be having podcasts during the holiday break prepping for surgery in this in late December nothing serious having the same thing uh Tiger Woods had sub Taylor fusion of the ankle I will be out of work for three months and uh will be on my back for 10 days but that won't slow me down from putting out uh content here on the JB's Low Tech Podcast. JB is my name, and f***ing up motherfuckers is my game. Fight on. Negro, black, African American, black, black, black. Django. JB. Damn, Dolomite. Great God in heaven, you know. JB, our great Negro sex machine. 